Hey, it's the Brian and Kendra Show. Uh, thanks for listening. And um, I know we mentioned last week, but we are in a new location. So if you're still out wondering where we're at. <laughs> we're, we didn't actually say where we were last time. That's right. It's 2411 <laughs> Williams Avenue. But we're in the south entrance. Yes. We're going to have some signage up tomorrow, which I would be. I keep saying southern because I think that the highway changes ago. right here. And I don't really know yeah. what direction that is. That's south. South. Okay, good. I, I can't quit saying yes. southern. We also have a guest today. Yes. We have Casey Nichols with, I'm going to say it wrong, so do you just mm. want to say it? So Stark Horse Property Group, um, but we do management and real estate as well. So there's two kind of divisions to it. You so. know what my hangup is? I keep trying to say Dark Knight. Oh, yeah. Is, well, they're, you know, horse night, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's our MLS. And so yeah. I keep getting stuck there, and I'm like, ah, oh, and I thought, no, nah, I'm just no. not going to try this time. <laughs> okay, so Casey Nichols, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. So real quick, like, I kind of want to talk about some fun stuff, but we may not even get to anything fun. But you, like, you're kind of new to Woodward, but you're not new to Woodward. Yeah, so I've been in the area for about a year and a half um, doing property management, um, and I love it here. I love the people here. Everyone's so friendly, so um, that's where I decided to stay. So, so I wanted to say that because because you're not, you actually live Ringwood, right? Yes. And so I know that our people like that are watching, I know you're like, quit even thinking about the camera. <laughs> it's fine. It's not really there. But um, somehow people magically see you're here with us in our little podcast studio. Mm -hmm. And they may not get to see you at Walmart like we do. Like, right. I mean, they may not get to run around and just see you all, all over the place. But but you have really done a great job of getting right into the thick of things at Woodward and figuring out what's going on with the Woodward market um, as opposed to other markets that you've been a little bit more familiar with. So I wanted to make sure that we hit that because I don't want anybody to be like, well, that girl's a stranger because you're not. <laughs> Right. Like, yeah. I was so excited whenever you first started coming over to Woodward. You very quickly were like, oh, you guys do realtor stuff? Well, then I need to find your little realtor groups and do your realtor stuff things with you. Because you're part of our, you're part of the greater Northwest Oklahoma Association of Realtors. Yes. But having not been here, I just, man, I really appreciated that you jumped in and you were like, I'm in Woodward. I got to learn Woodward. Yeah, I appreciated I how welcoming everyone was because you don't always get that when you walk into a, a new market. <laughs> um, but Northwest Oklahoma is, I feel, on on the base is Northwest Oklahoma. So there's right. there's a feel here. There's a way the people are. Um, mm -hmm. That's why I live here. So It's special. Okay, but you also have like this fabulous little family. So you and I were friends on Facebook. Yes. We don't <laughs> hang out as much as I think we should. But, yeah. um, but you were like always blowing and going. Yeah. Softball. Yes, softball. Base my son plays baseball also. He's just not as intense as my daughter is. So yes. yeah, yes. Is it a younger? <laughs> uh yes. So he is nine. <laughs> He's just playing league ball right now. So uh, but my daughter plays school teams as well as travel softball. So we're about to get Oof. started with that. So it's a lot weekend. of fun. Yeah. <clears throat> we're gonna be in Kansas a lot. So <laughs> I get tickled because you'll tag your husband quite a bit and it's always like some kind of a softball. And like yes. a competitive thing. And I'm like, these guys are hilarious. Well, he gets upset if I don't tag him <laughs> because he doesn't post anything, but he wants people to know what he's up to also. So <laughs> I have to make sure to tag him. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Sports. Yes. I love it. Well, we're really glad that you joined us today because we're going to talk about, um, and I don't have like a great fun title for this one. We're going to talk about rentals. We're going to talk about property management and things like that. Um, and and. We haven't talked a whole lot, so I don't know if we've really discussed about my property management experience. Mm. No, no. Um, this is what happened. It's like this. I get this little <laughs> eye twitch thing that looks like I'm winking at people whenever I start helping manage properties. So I don't do it. 
sense right. because it I, it stresses mm-hmm. me out. Mm-hmm. Like you have to have a completely different brain and a completely different um, personality. You, it, you just I, I just I don't have it. I do not have the magic that it takes to be a property manager. And so I have really kind of avoided this particular topic as long as I've been able to. I mean, we've kind of hit it on it a couple of times, hit on it a couple of times, but I, this is hard for me. So I was like, oh, sweet, Casey is here and she can do this because you're good at this. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and so a couple, I guess right around a year ago, we had went to look at some properties with you um, that somehow we were going to list, but you had all the information um, which mm-hmm. I kept thinking that I'm still not sure how that played out because you yeah. listed them. But anyway, here we were. That is cooperation at its best. Yes. And so um, the property manager at that point was telling you some different things and explaining some. And I, I remember I was just kind of going, I don't know what that means. Like you guys just did your whole little rental talk thing. And I was like, yes, now we have property management in town because that was right when you were getting into mm-hmm. the game over here. Yeah. So super glad to have you. Appreciate you. your knowledge. Appreciate your background. You ready to dive in? Sure. Okay. I want to start with the best way to have, the best way to be an investor as far as the rental game is to have a whole bunch of property. Sure. Right? Yeah. It's to have an apartment complex or to have so many units. and But that's not really feasible. Not for everybody. No. So how do I start? If I want, if, <laughs> like this is just laughable. Yeah. Brian's like, yeah, <laughs> just, she can't even oh say it. <laughs> If I decided today that I wanted to become a, a landlord or I wanted to have investment properties, how do I even begin? So there's there's several different ways that clients I work with have begun. Um, some are uh, military. They bought a house here. They're moving mm-hmm. out and they, you know, it's an asset. They want to keep it. So they hire a property manager. Um, some just say, I want to do this. And um, a lot of people, it takes them a while. They look at the market for a sure. long time trying to, you know, just jump in and do it. Um, And so that's where um, people like me who know a little bit about investments or, you know, other realtors out there that know about investments um, can help guide them to pick the right property um, and then talk about having the right return on that. Um, Obviously, you have to be able to pay your bills with the income or it doesn't make sense. Um, So, and then... um, there are some that, you know, they get one, they, they inherit the property or, I mean, it can come in all different ways, how right. people get started. Um, but if you just wanted to jump in, uh, the best thing to do is to find the realtor that you trust that has some knowledge on it. And they want to call me and I'll tag along and help them if they don't know, right. um, help them pick the right property um, for the market. I'm glad that you said that the way that you did, because I've just said all the, I'm, I'm not that girl. Like, I have some ideas, and I know some things, but but when I have an investor that's interested, I, I pull in Brian, because he knows. He's done mm-hmm. this, and um, you and I talked a minute ago, before you came in the room, we talked about you. Mm. You don't manage your own properties, but you know about investment properties. Right. And, and, we, and you're numbers. I'm a number guy. Yes. Like, I think that's part of it, is I'm not just about the relationships and the people and the fun and the fun and the fun. And you're like, the fund is the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and just, it, you made the comment that, I mean, I am a investment owner. I have managed. There's a difference between a manager and an owner. And often they're not the Man, same people. Without a I mean, that's, it's not in my mentality. Would I say that? I manage my mother's property with fiercity and determination. <laughs> And they have never not, ever not paid. 
Yeah. All of them. That's funny. Because Everything's it's your taken. Mama. It's my mom. I take care of it because I don't want. It's different. Now, if it's mine, I'm like, eh, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I can win. <laughs> you need diapers? Let's go to Walmart and get you diapers. You know what I mean? It's a different. It's different. But, yeah, it's not my money. I can manage it different. But um, but then it's a, it, it also strikes a nerve with me. So um, We've had know. a lot of owners that have come to us for that reason. They say, I need you to take me out of the equation. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I have. They've been living there for three months for free because I can't force them to pay their rent because they're going right. through hard times and not that we're necessarily cold hearted, but it's a job. Right. We're hired to do a job. We protect mm-hmm. the owner, but we also try to protect the tenant at the same time. So mm-hmm. um, just removing them from the equation helps try to get that back on track. Sometimes it just opens line of communication better, take the emotion out of it, mm-hmm. discuss it, come up with a plan. Everybody's happy. So yes. we have had a lot come to us yep. that way as well. Yep. Same as a real estate agent. It's just, yes. you, you, some, they, it's better to have a middleman. Sure. I mean, Absolutely. most of the time, even on a, for like for sub owners and, any of those transactions, it's better to have a middleman. Sure. It sure makes my life easier. It does. It's, when you said that, it reminded me of a situation. So when I when I did do property management, um, I will never forget. I had this one family. So I this was a bunch of different houses. It wasn't, there was like one or two, like four unit apartments. But mostly it was just like 40 different houses. And, and it was tough. And this was the tough thing. This man comes in and he goes, look, I know I'm late and I know I've been late and I know that you're about to kick me out, but I don't have it, but I will eventually get back on my feet, get my job, da, 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 da. And he took me through the whole story. And of course, you know, I'm like really crying because <laughs> I believe it all, you guys. But it allowed me the opportunity when he came in and was able to be forthright with me and, and to say, this happened, which created this issue, which created this issue, which created this issue. This is where I am. This is what I'm trying to do to get back on my feet. This is how I think I can handle it. If you can approve this, then I can make this work. And so that allowed me to call that homeowner and say, okay, here's what we got. Sure. And and I mean, literally, and I don't think, I don't know that this is the right way. We were literally like, let's look at your budget. <laughs> because I said of you, you know, what about your phone bill? Can you decrease that? And he goes, I don't think you're listening. I don't have a phone bill now. I turned off cable. I did, like, he had done all the things to Mm -hmm. make it work. That's the kind of tenant that you really want to try to work with. Yeah, absolutely. But it's harder whenever it's your house. Yeah. And so I think that that is the perfect scenario. I'm not saying I did it perfectly, but I think that's the benefit of, you said, to protect both parties. Mm -hmm. That allowed him to maintain his home and to stay there, get back on his feet, get caught back up. Still was able to get his, um, to get the homeowner, not just what was due, but also her late fees. Like everything was, but man, it's tough. Yeah. And it had been a lot tougher for her to have that conversation with him than it was for me to have that conversation with him. Sure. And we're going to listen to him. We're going to try to work with him. We also work with a lot of um, churches and right. organizations that help. So we can also provide them with that contact information. Um, they know us. They, they know that. That what right. they have to provide to us to help them. Mm-hmm. Um, so we try to do that also because at the end of the day, we want them to stay in the property if they're right. a good tenant and we want the owner to get paid. So yes. if we can help facilitate that, then we will. I'm so glad that you said that because I think sometimes we think just from the landlord perspective, but there is a different perspective. And I, so I'm really glad that you that you went there because I I hadn't been thinking that at all because I just really like, I mean, the stomachache when I think about being a landlord <laughs> is so real. Okay, so we can start with just one investment, but you agree 
um, multiple investment properties are really the way to begin to build wealth in an investment kind of a situation. Yeah, I think so. I mean, real estate's always a good investment. So, and you guys believe that too. So, right. um, if you, if that's what you're looking for is for that to, you know, be your retirement mm-hmm. plan, then, you know, the more you can do the better, uh, just as long as it makes sense and it's making you money. Yeah, I tell people it's really hard to own just one rent house. Mm-hmm. It is, isn't it? Because the resources you need to maintain it. Like if I have a sewer line back up, I have a guy that will be there today. If air conditioner quits, I've got a guy that will be there today. If I need a full paint, trim, remodel, and all new lights in your new office building, i got a guy that will be there today. Yeah. But if I only own one, I have zero pool. Right. And it's like, well, you'll put you on the list. It'll be mid-November. So then your house sits vacant for four months or three months while you're trying to get it remodeled. Or you're going overnight holidays, weekends right. to finish it. And so, that's where property managers can come in also by having those you relationships. Have all those relationships. And, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you're going to have one, it's better to have someone on your team that's got the assets and resources to. Yeah. And I had a client that took them forever to buy one. And by the end of the year, they had bought nine. So really, so kind of once you get into it and you start seeing mm. what, what you can do, yeah, it just, you know, a lot of them, if you're in it to invest, you just, you see it's easy and you just keep going. And see, I'm over so. here like, so what do you do? One a year, two a year, yeah. one every three years? Yeah. You're like, yeah. no, nine. It just nine. depends on what, you know, what you can do and what makes sense for you. You know, I have some that say they want to, you know, buy one a year. And then there's some that say I want to have 50 by the end of the year. It just depends on right. what your resources are and what you can handle. So. Man, like that really just blew my mind. And <laughs> to the extent that I'm like, I don't remember what my follow-up was. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. It's gone. It's the five hours you spend in the kitchen mastering your famous recipe or spending quality time with your family. Other insurance companies may just see it as a house. It's not just a house. It's your home. Hi, I'm State Farm Agent Kevin Kanzler, and I see your home as the time and memories you put into them. I understand what your things really mean to you, and I'm here to help give them the protection they deserve. My office is located on the corner of 13th and Oklahoma and Woodward to call me at 580-256-2216 for your home insurance today. On Point Land Survey can take care of all your residential, commercial, and industrial survey needs. This family-owned and operated business proudly serves Northwest Oklahoma. These lifelong Northwest Oklahoma residents with over 22 years of experience are ready to serve you with the latest equipment and capable trucks to get your job done. Call On Point Land Survey today at 580-256-6757 or stop by 1918 Main Street in Woodward, Oklahoma or visit their website at onpointlandsurveyok.com. Professional. Trusted. Local. Okay. Um... I really did. I just lost it. Let's talk about rent-ready condition. And we might be kind of just jumping around. You're just going to have to bear with me. That's okay. Okay, so my house, we, we talk a lot about my little tiny house. My son's living in it technically, um, so I'm not going to rent it. But sometimes I think that would be nice. So little little three-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath house, um, two-car garage. What do I need to make sure the condition is in order to give it to you and say, all right, take care of this, Get me get me a tenant? So I think it's similar to when you're putting your house on the market, you know, is it, is it clean? Do all the systems function properly? Mm-hmm. Are there not massive holes in the wall? Are there, you know, is the roof good? Things like that. Um, so you just want to, that's what we want to provide to the tenant is somewhere clean, safe, you know, everything working properly. That's what we want to provide to them. Inevitably, they're going to move in. Something's going to fail the next day. Sure. It just happens. Um, but, you know, when you hand it over, those are the things we look for. We go around and make sure that all the required safety appliances are in place, um, you know, and just want to make sure, you know, would I live here? Is it clean enough that I would live here? Mm-hmm. Um, we have a standard that we 
will manage. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I don't, I can't say that every property management company has that standard. Um, But we have a standard that if it doesn't meet that and the owner's not willing to bring it to that standard, then generally we won't manage. So because we believe in, you know, providing a good, good quality home for the tenant, we can't expect them to pay market rent if Mm -hmm. we're not going to provide them a market rent property. I've always believed, I don't know that there's any science to this, but I've always believed that if I give a property to someone in a certain condition, then that's the condition that they're going to attempt to maintain. Sure. So if I give them a junkie stickered filled yard that hasn't been mowed and the house isn't clean and there's um, just, I mean, it's just kind of grubby, then I, then I think I suspect that they'll keep it like that as opposed to walls are clean. And um, Richard and I were talking about the face plates on on light switches and you know how sometimes those just get like nasty mm-hmm. nasty nasty mm. like if i give them that then i think that's how it's going to come back to me but if i give them nice fresh shiny um carpets or shampooed or steam cleaned or whatever brian thinks is best <laughs> right because we always because i like that little carpet guy that leaves my house smells all fresh and brian's mm. like but what you really need is okay so if i give it if i give them property shiny um then i think i'm more likely to get it back shiny I, th- I think it's that whole pride of ownership, even if they don't own the house. Is there truth to that, or am I just a dreamer? Yeah, I think so. And it also protects you when, you know, you do the move out. You know, what condition oh, sure. did you give it to them in versus what did they return? Mm-hmm. So if you give them something that's not clean and not well taken care of, it's a little harder to um, hold them accountable for you know, mm-hmm. that you think they did, but, you know, not only that, but um, the worst condition, the squeaky or the wheel. So you, you have an right. unhappy tenant and mm-hmm. unhappy tenant leads to an even an unhappier tenant. And right. so um, we definitely want them to move in happy, keep them happy. Mm-hmm. Um, happy tenant makes for a happy owner. So we try to try to encourage that. Definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Immediately, happy wife, happy life. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of where we are in the middle. Try yeah. to keep everybody happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Got it. Okay. Um, amenities that would improve the value of a rental. So, so I just listed off my little cute tiny house. What really gives that value for renting? Well, of course, location. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, most times um, they're going to want a garage of some type, um, appliances, um, some owners ask the question, do we include appliances? Well, it's really up to you at the end of the day. Sure. Um, but most tenants moving don't really have the extra funds to purchase those appliances. So if you're looking to get it rented quickly, um, generally the appliances can help with that. Um, it can also help you charge a little bit more. Oh, let's talk real quick appliances whenever we'll come back to the rest of it. But sure. beginning with, so in real estate, we always just say, you know, the stove stays, if the microwave's attached, it stays. Refrigerator rarely does it list as staying so as an as an um landlord i want all those things and the refrigerator is that what you're thinking washer dryer what about that um sometimes the owners will leave them um if they're moving you know as we see a lot with military if they mm-hmm. move they don't want to take it with them okay. um so it's written into their lease mm-hmm. um and then it's part of the property and then when they move out it should be there when they move out so okay. um that's kind of how we track it but um, depending on the tenant, a lot of tenants have their own washers and dryers. Gotcha. So sometimes okay. we're asked to remove them. It just kind of mm-hmm. depends. But definitely the stove and the fridge are too big that most tenants usually look for. Okay. So other amenities. You mentioned garage. Mm-hmm. Out here, I feel like a lot of our rentals don't have garages. Mm-hmm. Does that hurt? 
Um, it can if you're going up against properties that have them. Mm -hmm. um, if you know the market's slim, then you know you okay. you might not see that as much. Sure. Um, but it's just like purchasing. You know, if they can take all their boxes, they're going to go for that property over another one. Gotcha. Um, but I will say, especially you know. Um, generally the, the men living in the house, they want a shop of some kind, you know, or, or if they have a big yard, they're going to want somewhere to store their, their lawnmower, things like that. Okay. So, so that one's definitely a big one. Um, and then other than that, I, the, the main one is the location, you know, what side of town am I on? What am I close to? They want to feel safe. They want to feel like they're in a good area. So whenever we are showing investment properties, I'm, I'm be honest, whenever I'm buying, whenever I'm buying, I'm, I'm not buying them. <laughs> It's not happening. You heard her. You heard her. It is. Just... Yeah. That's not what I meant at all. When we are working with a buyer who is looking for something that they specifically are going to be renting out, I'm always like, you want a small yard? You don't want a storage unit? Because people leave messes. Mm -hmm. But really, it's actually a more rentable property with that storage building and a nice sized yard. That's what I hear you saying. Yes, generally so. Yeah, man. That, again, yeah. I got to find a different way to invest. <laughs> <laughs> All I get, because I've seen like the worst things. I mean, like I've seen where the grasses or the, I mean, they're really, they're baby trees up taller than I am. And, and I think, oh my gosh, what a mess. How do we avoid, how do we avoid our tenants letting our properties get to that kind of condition? So inspections. Mm -hmm. um, so we do annual inspections. Uh, we like to do an inspection, you know, 90 days after they move in just to kind of see how it's going, oh, look for any type of maintenance issues, um, drive by the properties. You know, if I'm out and about, I usually take a different road, drive by properties, just lay eyes on it. Um, and then just making sure that they're keeping it clean and tidy. Generally, if it's clean and tidy outside, you can expect pretty much the same inside. Not always, but um, right. pretty much you can expect that. So it's basically just comes down to eyes on the property. I I think I had I had on there thinking that we would just say generally at some point um, the benefit of a property manager versus me managing my own property. But we've really, I mean, we just keep coming back to all the different reasons like I, just, I am sold on a property management company for investment properties. Like, I am sold on it. Like, I'm literally, I keep trying to think, okay, what's the pro if, if I do it myself? It might be a little bit less money out of pocket. But then I immediately am like, yeah, but then I have to yeah. spend all the time finding the people to do so the work. So personality-wise, we, we have an individual in town who's a fantastic owner property manager. Mm -hmm. He does a great job. Sure. And. I think it comes back to the, is this your full-time gig? Is this really what you want to be doing? Uh, I I don't want to be doing that. He loves it. So it comes back right. to that. Um, and then all of his stuff is pretty, he's hands-on. He mm -hmm. wants to be involved in everything um, in that side. So, like, they even mow a bunch of their yards, part of their leases. They do the repairs. They lay the tile. I mean, like, wow, this is incredible. I, don't, I mean, I guess if you have, like, eight That's kids that are all boys <laughs> Do your own repairs, train them up. But um, yeah, I think it's a it's a big deal value wise. Like um, we're converting from. So I used to tell people when they get in the investment world is several kinds of rental property. There's high risk, high return, and low risk, low return. You want to go buy a mobile home for five thousand dollars and rent for five hundred a month. That's twelve percent, you know, hundred percent return on your money in one year. That's a great investment talking about numbers you guys love it right yeah I'm it's sorry. A, so sorry, high risk high return but it's a high risk so they're a lot more maintenance on a mobile home um 
the the in and out more on a mobile home generally. Renters are in and then out, mm -hmm. um, and then the utilities are higher. So then you got more expense on there, or, or then you go to a commercial, which we're moving all of our stuff to because it's low risk, lower right. maintenance. So this concrete building we're in is our new investment property that we do have some empty space. So if you want to rent any, <laughs> please call Casey. Um, we, we have, it's a lower risk, but it doesn't make near the money, not near the money, but man, I don't, these people, I mean, the checks are here every month, very little work generally, but so when you start looking for rental property, it's, it's back to high risk, high return, low risk, low return, or everything in the middle. So I try to divide immediately when somebody's talking about rental and property is, is where do you, where do you want to start and how much hands-on do you want to be? Yeah. And so you're. Um, and so commercial property, you don't, do you do much, have you got much into commercial property in Northwest Oklahoma yet? Some, not near what we do with residential, mm -hmm. um, but you're correct. There, we don't get a lot of maintenance calls. Mm -hmm. um, the rent is usually on time. Mm -hmm. um, just, you know, we don't, we, we don't have as many people looking for commercial properties no. as we do residential. Um, but as far as the maintenance aspect, it's a lot lower. Yeah. And then you, Commercial tenants generally don't move. Right. Unless you're real estate companies. And then, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, so, yeah, I think there's some uh, – so, so go back to your goals, uh, figuring out what you want to do on a rental property. Um, I like – I mean, I want I want people to invest in real estate. Um, I had a negative attitude for, I don't know, 15 years about rental property. And people would come <laughs> in and be like, all right, I want to buy investment property. And I'd be like, oh, that's – you have to go talk to somebody else. I'm going to talk you out of it, you know, because <laughs> I just had this. It was wasn't my thing, um, but I've got some friends that have made lots and lots of money with real estate, right. and are making lots of money with real estate. Yeah, and what we try to do is a lot of people are scared at first. They yep. you know they don't want to turn their property over. It's going to cost more money. Mm -hmm. um, we let them be as involved or uninvolved as they want to, especially yep. right off the bat, until mm -hmm. they get to trust us, get to know sure. us. Let them still know that they have the control because ultimately it's their property. Yeah. Um, right. At the end of the day. And so. I think you're going to see a lot more rental property coming because out of necessity, mm -hmm. people are going to be trying to move and can't sell their property. Right. With this interest rate, it's kind of slowing the market parts of the market down, and they're going to move and be like, "Well, I can't sell it for what I need to sell it for." So, what do you do next? Well, right, you just rent it. I, we have a customer's got a four hundred thousand dollar house; they're just going to rent it out. Wow! So, I think you're going to see a lot of people that have the the necessity that they have to they have to rent it out. They can't just they because they can't go make two payments. Sure. So you're going to see that, and in Enid, you probably saw that a lot more with the military base and people having to move quickly. Yeah. It was easier just to like, well, we'll just rent it. Yeah. And we've seen that um, a few here in Woodward as well, that they came to us and we were able to get them a tenant and that way at least they can mm -hmm. maintain and make their payment until, you know, the market does something different that helps right. them out. So. Yes. So really, I think it comes down to that if this is something that you think you want to begin, it really begins the same as what we say with residential real estate. Like, I think I've been making this too hard. Like, this starts with a conversation with mm -hmm. your agent. So yes. you sit down with Casey and quick little, don't forget, you have a contract with your with your homeowners. Yes. So the same as you have a lease with their tenant, you guys have a contract too that says you can spend this much money to do repairs without calling me. You can, I'm assuming that you have those yes. kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And so you have some protection as the homeowner. It's not like, that's the least of my worries, actually. <laughs> I'm still just freaked out about having to do the cleanup when the tenant leaves. Legit, yeah. that's my fear. Yeah. Ooh. So, 
So it starts with the conversation. Start with the conversation with your real estate agent to have that discussion of, this is what I think. What does this look like? Can you help me to achieve this goal? And that's how this all begins. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Right? Yes. Yep. Sure Let's say you're buying a house. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, we got to get Casey busy again. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> so um, where do we find you? Um, so I am at 2411 Williams Avenue, number 115, right? Did I say that Wait, right? That sounds very similar yeah. to 2411. That's crazy. I'm wow, at... I bet we share a coffee pot. Well, I, uh, we do, we do. Um, yeah. Can you show me how to use it later? I can try. Awesome. Um, I had a quick crash course, so we'll see if I remember anything. Um, but yeah, um, or reach me by phone at 580-548-3655. All right, real quick, yeah. I think you have bilingual as well available. Um, yes, so I have resources for um, the bilingual. So if you, yeah, so I can help in any way I can figure out how to. Perfect. All <laughs> Thank right. you so much for being here with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for listening. It's the Brian Kendra Show. See you next time.